Once you see what you actually are, that you're an infinite, limitless being, you'll see that nothing exists outside of you. I'm your host, Derek Grant, and this is the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. Welcome to the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. I am your host, Derek Grant. As always, it's a privilege, it's an honor, it's a pleasure. We're here yet again. Uh, you, you, you see the title of this, and I just want to jump into it a little bit because I, I just, what I'm, what I'm learning with a lot of people is the social programming, the social conditioning of being taught and being told that, that this thing called perfection, that it existed outside of the present moment, thus forming it into an abstract concept. Right? It's, it's an abstract concept. That's what we've been, we have been conditioned and been taught to think that being perfect was a concept. And if it's a concept, that means it's it's not actually obtained. It's it's of the future. And if it's of the future, it's in it's built in the home of the ego. And if it's built in the home of the ego, it's going to induce suffering. You see, so this striving, what I'm finding, especially with a lot of women, um, and not just women, men too, but we've been so conditioned to be perfect, but we don't really understand. What perfection is, and I'm going to break this down for you to get you to understand really what perfection is and how you're not going to find it outside of now. You can't find perfection outside of now. Pardon me if I'm a horse a little bit on this. I was my son. We had our championship basketball game last night. We won. So I'm, I was I was yelling out the plays. But but I, I want you to see something here within the next 20 to 30 minutes within your own life. We always get taught to point out all the places that we are our um, fallacies. But what I want you to try to do is look at those fallacies and accept them, those shortcomings, those mishaps, those mis, those, those uh, mistakes, mistakes. Look at them for what good they did in your life. Maybe not at that moment, maybe later down the road. And you can see that this is, this is actually what led you to be at the level that you're at. So really, how could this thing not be what it was supposed to be at the moment when it was happening? You know? So we got taught that perfection was this thing of like, I had to be this, it had to look like this, I had to smell like this, I had to be this tall, I had to be. Here's what perfection is, okay? More importantly, here's what imperfection is. You cannot have perfection without imperfection. Imperfection comes with perfection. Take out the word perfection out of imperfection. You don't have it anymore. So my point of this is, perfection can only be obtained in the present moment. Everything in this moment that we call now is perfect. Everything in this moment that we call now is perfect. Everything in your life right now is perfect. That's what perfection is. See, perfection, when we say something is perfect... That's because we're comparing it to something else. In order to compare to something else, I'm either anticipating what it will be or I'm using this thing called memory and looking back on what it was. But the reality of it is the past and the future are just concepts that the ego has created. But the only thing that actually exists is right now. Do you see? So perfection is only 
it is, is basically when there's no comparison. So when you say, oh, wow, this is perfect, essentially what you're saying is there's nothing to compare it to. There's nothing to compare it to. So here's what I have to say to you in your life, in my life. I'm not, I don't want to project onto your life. I'm really speaking about mine. Life changed when I started to accept that everything in, this, in my life, this existence, is exactly the way it's supposed to be, even though right now maybe I don't understand why. Maybe you don't understand why you had that miscarriage. Maybe you don't understand why um, um, they left you. Maybe you don't understand um, why things are the way they are financially or health-wise. You don't understand why. But don't think because the ego doesn't understand why that that isn't what it's supposed to be in this moment that we call now. Here's what I can't understand. How can something not be perfect in the present moment? How can it not be when there's nothing else, like (laughs) there's nothing else that exists? Like it is what it is. So how can it be something that it isn't? Because it is what it is. I know I'm rambling a little bit, but I'm trying to get you to understand. For you to accept yourself where you are, how you are in this moment that we call now. Not that we're satisfied because we're con- we're constantly trying to understand ourselves just a little bit more, but the level of understanding, the, the mishaps, the mistakes, the mistakes I've made, I'm exactly the way I'm supposed to be right now. My life changed drastically when I gave myself this thing called grace. This is what I believe grace is. Grace is when you allow that space you allow the, the the crumbling of the social conditioning, the social programming for you to say, you know what? This isn't what I want to be. This isn't what I wanted right now. But right now, what it is, I will accept it as it is. So if you notice, grace and forgiveness and perfection are all cousins. They're all cousins. They're sisters. They're like the, uh, the sisterhood of tra- the traveling pants of the sisterhood. I think that was a movie. I don't know. But they're all they all roll together. So me accepting this moment, presence, as it is, now I can accept my quote-unquote flaws. And see, when you accept your flaws, and I say quote-unquote flaws because these flaws are only flaws if you say they are, but chances are you're saying they're flaws because the society has conditioned you to make you think that they were flaws. You see? So when you accept those flaws, now you have freedom. Now you have freedom. And when I have freedom, I have power. And when I have power, I'm living in my own world by the beat of my own drum. Now you can't be, now you can't be controlled. Now you can't live being yoked around by the world. Sorry, that was my dog shaking. Maybe that was a synchronicity letting you know. You see? So what is my point? My point is for you to look in the mirror from now on. And not look at you, look in the mirror and say, oh my gosh, I got to get rid of this. I wish I had this. I wish my body, it's not for that. That's not what it's for. It's for you to look in the mirror and look at your body and say, you know what? This physical vessel, this car that I have right now, at this moment in space and time, for whatever reason, this is how I needed it. While yes, I'm striving to make it a a, a more well-conditioned machine, this right now, I have to love it. And now you're coming from a higher energy. You're coming from a higher vibration instead of a lower vibration. The world has done a fantastic job of teaching us how to shame ourselves. The world has done a fantastic job of making you think that your measurements on your body or or, uh, uh, your length or how tall you are or or 
All of these things, someone else established a standard for your own individual subjective experience that you call life. And we took it. We like a fish. Some of us are like fish. You know, when you throw that, you throw that crankbait out and you throw the crankbait out and you look at it and the crankbait's wobbling. We look at it and say, that don't look nothing like a fish, but it sure does trick a fish. Now, before you know it, I got a big mouth bass on the end of this line. And guess what? That bass really thought it was eating a fish. And that's what's happening. We really think that our bodies are supposed to look like how society has told us our bodies are supposed to look. We really think that our haircuts or our lifestyle or, or, or our sexual preference or any of these things are supposed to look how society has told us to look. It's wild to me. It is wild to me that we can look at someone else's life and tell them how they should be living their life. Crazy. Because we have conditioned, we have been basically programmed to think that what a life is supposed to look like because TV and radio and music and social media, you know what life's supposed to look like? Exactly the way it is. That's the beauty of this thing called life. As it is right now is exactly the way it's supposed to be. We call this when it's natural. Girl, I love you. You're so natural. You see, what's in the word natural? Nature. Nature is natural. Go sit out in the wilderness for a little bit. Go simulate yourself to the frequency of Mother Gaia. Go sit out Go sit out in nature. Go look at the birds. Go look at the trees. The trees don't sit here and try to go get Rogaine. They don't try and go get uh, uh, um, some type of hair growth product because they don't have any leaves or, or, or uh, leaf, leaf growth product. Do you see? We'll, we, we'll, we'll look at a tree and be like, oh, it's so ugly. Oh, my goodness. It's so ugly. It has no, it has no leaves. And then when it has leaves, we're like, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Look at it. It's so lush. What are you doing? You're comparing the tree and giving it personal uh, human attributes. Oh my gosh, he's bald. I can't believe he's bald. What, you, what, what, <laughs> what? If I was supposed to have hair, I would have hair. If you were supposed to be 6'5", you'd be 6'5". If you were supposed to be, you would be. If it was supposed to be, it would be. So my point of this is, if you look at nature, none of these animals walk around miserable. None of these animals walk around wishing. None of these animals walk around shaming themselves. None of these animals walk around saying, oh, why does my body look like this? Or how come my fur is missing, missing patches right here? Or how come my nest isn't as big as his? The whole point of today is to get you to, to, to open up your awareness for you to start accepting your imperfections because your imperfections are actually the things that make you perfect. Good God Almighty, ain't nobody trying to hear me. Ain't nobody trying to hear what I'm saying right now. Your imperfections were actually the thing that made you perfect. So while you're over here seeking perfection, you're actually moving further away from your imperfection. And the further you move away from accepting your imperfection, the further away you're moving away from perfection. Because imperfection can only exist with imperfection. Imperfection is what exists within perfection. Within it. It is inside of it. So if I don't have imperfection, I can't have perfection. So don't let, don't let doctrines, don't let paradigms, don't let programs make you think that you were born imperfect. And that's for some reason, imperfect was, was, was of the negative polarity. Now you're exactly the way you're supposed to be. If you really, we'll see, we'll see here in a couple episodes here. You'll see in a couple episodes the life that you chose, and you chose it. 
The body that you chose and you chose it was exactly what you needed. Your higher self knew exactly what you needed. Maybe there was lessons that you needed to learn. Maybe in this life, you need to learn how to overcome needing other people's validation and approval. So you need to first doubt yourself. In order to doubt yourself, you had to have a body that you weren't really happy with. But by you having a body that you weren't happy with, that puts you on your path. That puts you on your path to, 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 to not needing outside validation to validate you anymore. Because now you don't need anything to validate you. You fell in love with your body. I sometimes, I, I, you know, it's funny when you watch like, what's that, what's that musician's name? I don't know her name. I think, it, is it Lizzo? Is that her name? I think it's Lizzo. I get, I get some of them mixed up, like Megan Thee Stallion, Megan Thee Stallion, however you say her name. I don't know. But I think, yeah, I think it's Lizzo. If you look at what she's doing, right? I know some, some people are like, oh my gosh, why is she wearing that? Why is she, why do I, you see that? That's a program. That's a program. That's a program. We have been unconsciously programmed to believe that what your size is and what you wear should be like exclusive. They should be mutually exclusive. I'm supposed to wear this because I look like this. Says who? Why? Where? Who? Well, if I live here, I'm supposed to wear this. Why? <gasps> says, says what? Why? This is, this is being boxed in. You're being boxed in. Take a look at your life and do inventory. Am I really, am I really who I am? How I am? Have I, do I accept all parts of me just as I am? Do I accept the truth and nothing but the truth of what I am? See, that's what truth is. Truth must be un unchanging. It must be unchanging. My perspective of me, while yes, it may skew a little bit, but the acceptance of me has to always be there. I have to always accept me as I am because I am what I am. I am that I am. The same goes for you. So maybe here in 2023, for the rest of it, and, 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 and your, the rest of your existence, the rest of this experience that you call life, you can start looking at the parts of you that are imperfect and embracing those and saying, that's what makes me, me. And go ahead and do three snaps around the world. That's what makes me who I am. I know he may not like this about me. He may not like this part of my body. He might not. But you know what? That was what made me me. Go ahead and affirm to yourself. Yeah, but I just, that is what made me me. There's not another one of you. In this individual experience that consciousness is experienced, it wanted to experience itself through your individual perspective. It wanted to see what it was like being you. So you need to embrace that. I'm not supposed to be walking around here looking like him and being like him and talking like him and thinking like him and dressing like him and walking like him and smelling like him. I'm not supposed to be. That is what when you understand the way this universe works. This universal consciousness is experiencing itself through itself, through multiple. Perspectives. Infinite perspectives. So why in the devil was it going to experience itself through the same perspective? Why is it going to do that? For what? Just like when I go in your closet, you got all of those outfits out there in there. You don't have the same shirt and the same pants and the same pair of socks and the same underwear. You don't have that. You don't wear the same thing every day because you want to experience life through this new perspective of wearing this energy of this new outfit. It is doing the same thing with you. 
So it'd be just as wild to you to go and put the same outfit on every single day and limit your ability to, to experience this reality from different vantage points, from different, from different perspectives. It is doing the same thing through you. So that's why you were supposed to embrace who you were and how you were and where you were and accept yourself as being perfectly imperfect. Maybe we just go ahead and get rid of the, rid of the word imperfect, imperfect. Go ahead and get rid of it. Am I present is the question. Am I accepting this moment right now as I am? As I am, am I accepting this is what it is? If you can do that, you won't have no, you, you, you're not going to have any issues with perfection. Because the only reason why you're upset or why you struggle with being perfect was because the ego had created an expectation. So now here you are, tied to the future, trying to be and get to something that really doesn't actually exist. So you're comparing yourself to what the ego expects you to be, comparing it to what you are right now. And now you feel like you're not perfect. No, you're exactly the way you are. I'm perfect. I'm telling you right now. You hear me? You hear me right now? Can you hear me? I am perfect. And I know that I am perfect. And I'm not going to let anyone anymore tell me that I'm not or make me think that I'm not perfect. I am perfect because I am exactly what I am in this moment. See, we think perfection means that I'm better than somebody. Perfection doesn't mean that you're better than anybody. Is nature, is, is the squirrel better than the other squirrel? Because the squirrel is exactly the way it's supposed to be? No, that is the ego creating separation. This dualistic way of thinking of I'm better than you. I'm less than you. Everyone, 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 everyone is perfect. Everyone is perfect. Everyone is perfect. You are perfect just the way you are. You're fine. Seek to know more about yourself, though. Seek to find out more about yourself. Seek to see what parts of me do I need to reconcile and heal for me to, rec for me to realize that I am the way I'm supposed to be right now. So often, so often I, we, we, what we do is we'll look back in our past. And then we allow the ego to shame ourselves in this moment. And we'll shame ourselves in this moment because we're, we are, um, we're looking back at what we were. We have a fourth grade understanding of math, but we're looking back on first grade and saying, look how stupid I was. Look at how stupid I was. I didn't even know what division was. I was so stupid. I couldn't figure out any of it. I couldn't figure out one plus one. That's because you're looking at it from the awareness that you're at right now. That's not fair. That's not, that's not, that's not the way, that's not the way it works. Don't look back and shame yourself. Because guess what? There's a version of you when you get up to where you're going, it's going to look at you right now and shame this version. So don't shame where you were, except where you were at that moment. Of course, I could, there's, there's things if I knew what I knew now and I went back, I would change some things, but I know that I can't go back. All I can do is go back and learn so I can use that in this moment right now. And I use the past. I use the past to help me to accept the present. I use the past to help me accept the present. So I look back and say, dang, what did I do that for? Dang, what was I thinking? Okay, well, I know if that happens again right now, if this were to happen, I know what to do now. So now I've just used it. I time traveled and used it to my advantage instead of the ego time traveling, taking me back there and having me sit in my muck. You were never supposed to shame or guilt yourself. I'm learning that a lot of people between the ages of 30 and 45, 
the parenting, the programming that was put upon us was usually shame and guilt. Uh, you know what? You know what? A big, a big, thing, and it's gonna be a little touchy, a little triggering for some people. But I'm gonna go ahead and say it because I'm not really too much worried about it. What someone's gonna say? Religion has done a fantastic job of shaming you. Your religion has done a fantastic job of making you shame. I, I, I never heard of this thing called Catholic guilt. Catholic guilt. I never even heard of. it. I didn't know what it was. I'm not Catholic. I didn't ever. And I started to talk to to clients and and, and people, and it's like. Oh my goodness, what is this? So wait, you got conditioned? So because you were exploring your sexuality, like like most 13-year-olds do, and 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 you you branched out and you wanted to find out more about your own body and you maybe divulged in pornographic material, and now somehow your parents found out, and now you got to go, you got to go talk to somebody. On the other side of a like a cage and tell them exactly what you've done and, and ask for their forgiveness? Uh, what? So now you just you now you just suck sunk into the lower state of consciousness and the lower vibration of shame and guilt and fear. So now you don't even have the directive willpower over your mind anymore to pull yourself up out of this. So now you're ashamed of your sexuality. So now what do you do? You repress it and you suppress it, and the more that you repress and suppress. That energy has to come out in some way, shape, or form. So now you find yourself doing things that are maybe unhealthy, that are maybe uh, detrimental to not only your health, but someone else. And now you find yourself caught in this loop. You've caught yourself up in this loop, and now you're looking for a way to numb yourself out. Because I can't live with this inner turmoil that I'm living with because I'm living in a lower vibration, all because I got shamed for what I did. Instead of accepting in that moment that this was a, a, a choice judgment that I made, that I made from a limited perspective, a limited state of awareness that if I knew better, I would do better, but I did not know better. So I, but, but I got shame for not knowing better. That's like me asking you, hey, what's LeBron James's address? And you don't know LeBron James's address and I sit here and shame the living out of you. And tell you, you worthless mother, you ain't never going. And you know what? Your soul's going to eternally burn in hell because you don't. Wait, what? 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 I don't. I can find out. I didn't know. I can go find out LeBron James's address. I'm sorry. I can find out. Okay. Like, okay. I, I didn't know that this was an, maybe uh, the best way for me to explore my sexuality. So I'll go. I'll find a better way. Like, I don't have to. Do you see how this works? So I say this because I'm realizing that there's that's the heaviest program. It's the heavy, heavy, heavy heaviest egoic uh, attachment that we have is that our 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 religion, our religion sometimes shames us into thinking that we were less than and that we were born quote unquote sinners. You were born a sinner. You were born a sinner. Not, not that that's incorrect. Not that that's incorrect. Because we all are sinning. We come into this world. You have to sin. If you understand what sin means. Sinning is you not recognizing the divinity within you. That's what it means to sin. But sinning does not mean because I went and looked at some, some material I shouldn't be looking at or did this or did that. Sinning could be you sitting here having negative thoughts and thinking in terms of lack or scarcity when God knows that you are an abundant being living in an abundant universe. 
So you sin too. We all sin. Without an ego, how can you not sin? How can you? The ego was the thing that made you forget your divinity. But in order to, you will never go and try and remember something that you already know. So that's why, like, you were born a sinner, absolutely, in the sense of it was the mechanism to help you forget you were your, you were divine being. So you would go on a hunt to remember that you were a divine being. But you weren't a sinner in the sense that you were less than. You're not less than. You're not less than. I don't care what you do. You're not less than. You can't be. Understand what I'm talking to and who I'm talking to. I'm talking to the immortal you. The immortal you. The immortal you. The immortal with a capital I. The capital I. Why do you think you always say I? I. That's what was speaking. That was what was supposed to be speaking. The I is the immortal you, the being, the spirit, the breath of God, the one thing that is untainted, the omnipotent, the omnipresent part of you, the thing that has always existed and always will exist, the thing that knew the end from the beginning. That is actually what you are. So when I am speaking, that is what I'm speaking to. When I So when I tell you to accept all parts of you, that was because this I, the I am, the spirit part of you was the only part of you that was actually present. That was actually what you are. That was what achieved presence. And we know that everything in this present moment is what it's supposed to be. It is what it is. That was the thing that was perfect because there was nothing to compare it to because it was only in this eternal sliver, this eternal present moment. Why am I saying this right now? Why am I telling you this? Why did I even do this episode? For what? Because summer's coming. Summer's coming. I don't know where you are. I don't know where you live at. This warm weather's coming. The beach is coming. Put that bathing suit on. Don't be ashamed of what you look like. Don't be ashamed of what your body looks like. Don't be ashamed of, 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 well, maybe, I don't know, I don't want to, maybe, I, come on, come on. This is who you were supposed to be. This is who you are. In this moment right now, this is what you are. Accept it. You hear me. Do you hear me right now? Do you hear me? I feel like I'm talking to my children right now. Do you hear what I'm saying? Can you, I look, I look at my children when they, do, look at me, look at me in my eyes. Do you hear what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm saying right now? Accept you for what you are in this moment, in this moment, in this moment, in this moment. Because if you compare yourself to what you want to be or what you were, you ain't never going to be perfect. You'll never be enough. You'll never be good enough. That's the other thing. This is the other thing too. Enough. Go and throw that thing out the way. Throw it out. The, throw, throw it out. Throw it out. Go and get, get, get rid of it. Get rid of this word enough. Get rid of it. Enough is a future and past concept. That's what it meant to recognize that we live in an abundant universe. See, abundance means you have everything that you need and you have everything that you do not need. That's what it means to be an abundant universe. And this universe is abundant. Why? Because in this three-dimensional plane that you're living in, you are living in this thing called space and time. But the only thing that exists is this present moment. So when you say that I don't have enough, that's actually the ego looking up into the quote-unquote future, comparatively speaking, to what it is, what it has right now. I have $2 here, but in the future, I needed 5 I don't have enough. Yes, you do. 
because the future doesn't actually exist right now. The only thing that exists is the present moment. So in the present moment, you had $2 and $2 was what you had right now. And now is all that there was. So you have enough. Good God almighty. Ain't nobody trying to hear me. But you've been conditioned. You've been conditioned. You've been programmed. So now you're, we're living at a state of unawareness. So we never have enough. My body will never be good enough. My bank account will never have enough. My house will never be big enough. My car will never be nice enough. He'll never love me enough. I never love me enough. I nothing will ever be enough. Enough, enough, enough. Get rid of the word enough. When you're fully present, you're in this moment called now. When you're living in this place called the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. That was when you knew you had enough. So this is why I used to travel the world. I still do travel. But I mean, I used to really travel the world. I'm talking 70 different countries travel the world. I'd go to 10, 15 countries in a year. And I get to see all how these different places live. See, I'm not, that's one thing you can't say about DG. DG been around, DG seen. I'm not speaking from, from intellectual understanding. I'm speaking from a knowing, I've experienced, I've talked, I've gone to Chile. I've gone to Paraguay. I've been to Uruguay. I've talked to these locals, the few who could speak English uh, and the ones that couldn't speak English. I've talked to them, the ones who were living in, in, in cardboard boxes. I've gone over to, to, to uh, Slovenia and Slovakia and, 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 and seen the slums and talked to the, to the people in the restaurant to see. The ones who had the least were the ones who were happiest. Why? Because the less, the less that you, 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 you quote unquote have, you start to realize that the less is what you need. And when the less that you need, you'll realize that you've always had enough and always will have enough. You'll always have enough. You've always been enough. You always will have enough. You see. So I could go on and on and on for hours about this. But no matter where you're at in life, know that you're enough. Know that you're, you're just the way you are. You're exactly the way you're supposed to be right now. Strive to find more about yourself. Learn yourself. Know thyself. But know that you're exactly the way you're supposed to be right now. Because if you weren't, you would not be. And this is what we call forgiveness. This is what we call grace. This is what we call presence. This is what we called first seeking the kingdom of heaven. Remember he told you. He said the kingdom of heaven was found within. The kingdom of God was found within. Well, where did God where did God stay? God stayed in heaven. And he said the kingdom of God was inside of you. So therefore it was a state of being. So every time that you exercise this presence, that's the spirit, that's the God in you. That's the indwelling spirit, the divine, the divinity, whatever you want to call it, the I am. When you live from that space, you'll see that nothing could harm you, nothing could touch you. So do not allow your past programs your past paradigms to make you think that you are somewhat less than or that you'll never be or you have to be shamed or be guilted into no 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 or don't think that you needed something something outside of you's forgiveness to be enough you don't need anyone's forgiveness you need you know you know whose forgiveness you need you know whose forgiveness you need you needed your own you needed your own you needed to forgive yourself you can keep, you can keep. I Look, I'm only speaking from experience. This is my own subjective experience. I used to go every week trying to get this thing called forgiveness and grace and acceptance. And I accept them into my heart. Please, please. I just, please. Boy, life didn't change until I 
gave myself that grace. Give yourself grace. Accept yourself for who you are, how you are. And continue on the pathway to your results.